We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bear Down Ballers here on the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall. I'm joined once again by Jordan Pollock. And Jordan, this past weekend, I can finally say that Arizona won two games in a single week for the first time in it feels like forever at this point. They've had a 26-point victory on Thursday night against Cal, and then they followed it up with uh, 11 point victory over Stanford. That game was very close at some points more in the first half and, and um, Arizona pulled away late, but I want to get your takeaway on both wins and kind of how you saw Arizona progress this weekend. Yeah, I think for starters, I think looking at the cow game, I think just the biggest thing that I saw was just the lack of, front court play from Cal and and that was one of Balo's better higher scoring games of the year he had 22 in that game and I think that that just shows that the strength of Balo but it also shows the staff and and his teammates are more eager to get him the ball when there's favorable matchups in that case because so far we've we've played a majority of the conference there's some pretty dang good centers in the conference, like we dealt with Oregon center last week. Um, uh, Bono. Yeah. Uh, from UCLA is really good. And so, um, Carlson at Utah, we'll, we'll put, we'll see him this week. Um, yeah. there's, there's a lot of talent at the center position. So I think when they have favorable matchups, they try to, they try to hit those matchups specific. So that was a good thing to see from the Cal game and the mm-hmm. Stanford game. I think, I kind of think it was pretty similar, like from from us from Stanford's perspective, that it was uh, the first game up in Palo Alto. They shot pretty pretty well, forty two from three, and from the start of the game, they could miss, and that was one of the reasons they got a quick lead, and they held that for most of the whole first half, and and it just kind of took Arizona to try to try to get some different ways to, to score. And, and I noticed them trying to actually slow it down. I think in the second half, I think that helped get some rhythm with some players. 
Yeah, it, the game versus Cal first, I'll say. I mean, that game was basically over at the end of the first half. Arizona was up by 20. But you mentioned him a little bit, and that's the guy I want to get in more. That's Umar Balo. He was that star, the MVP of the weekend for Arizona. He had 22 and 13, like you said. You all right? Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, wow. You're good. Um, Yeah, so Balo, <laughs> I'll get back into him. He, as you mentioned, at 22 and 13, he followed up with 18 and 13. He was 16 for 20 from the field in those two games, which is just very impressive because I've talked and we've talked throughout the year is Balo some games – He's just not that efficient this season, and he mm-hmm. he did show showed that he can be efficient at times. And when he gets the ball more, like I've mentioned, he is more productive. And he really was just unbelievable, dominant in both of these games. And he was the difference because this week we didn't have a thirty point Caleb Love game. We didn't have um, Boswell and Larson have twenty points in either of these games. But we did have Umar Balo. What do you think a dominant version of Umar Balo, like we saw this past weekend, does for this Arizona team moving forward? I I think he's been very consistent on the glass, and so I think a dominant Umar Balo definitely gives us more than fifteen in the in the scoring cap category of the box score, and to where he's not necessarily a liability. And I think of the main games where that's been shown the most is when he's not finishing consistently around the rim and he's been forced to go to the free throw line a lot. And he, and it, he, he's had a few games where he's played well from the free throw line. Oregon last week was, he played really well from the free throw line, but he's just not a super consistent shooter from the line. And so I think that's, that's where if he's if he's not making the and ones and he's having to get a majority of his points from the free throw line, that's where he struggles the most. Um, but but it, it's huge, especially paint points. Like paint points is the easiest way to score score in basketball because mm-hmm. it's a lot higher percentage of your shot, especially for a seven footer. And it it just helps everything with this offense because. If Ball is having a game, then it forces the defense to think about doubling to think about trying to stunt and that's just inches that give some of our really good shooters um, a lot, a lot more of a wide open shot mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah, I totally agree with that is uh, yeah. If, if they put more pressure on Balo, then it lets and allows the other shooters to get involved. I, I agree with that. And it's also just coming into this season uh, I know that I had higher expectations and hopes for Balo because it's likely his last year. He's a senior. He's mm-hmm. an older player. He's had experience the last couple years in Arizona. And there was a lot of unknown before Arizona got Caleb Love and got Keyshot Johnson. It was basically Balo and Larson that, you know, or the guys that have the experience. And I, I was counting on Balo to be a guy like this, to be a force, to be a guy that the way he looked in that version of Umar Balo is at least the top 10 center in college basketball and even could be near the top five. I really do believe that. 
because he has the physical ability and it, it just seems like when he does miss some foul shots, he does maybe miss some easy buckets in the paint. It, he kind of gets in his head a little bit and that, you know, doesn't allow him to continue to put the pressure on defenses. But when he looks like that, Arizona could get to the next level. But Jordan, the, the guy that stood out to me second and to me was the second best and most important player for Arizona this weekend wasn't a starter for the Wildcats. It was freshman KJ Lewis. He was just unbelievable this weekend. I mean, we could start against Cal. He had 14 points, four rebounds, three assists. He was four for six from the field. He only played 16 minutes. I mean, that type of production in that like little and that small of a role right now is just you're not going to see much better than that. And then against Stanford, he was the difference in that game for me. He had so many hustle plays, two steals. He had a block. He had 12 points in that game, too. And he just when he's on, he's just he's just a different type of athlete that Kylan Boswell isn't that even Pella Larson isn't. He's a top-tier athlete. He's quick. He's strong. He's physical. He's tough. He really, to me, has it all and everything that you would want for an elite guard in college basketball. Definitely. He did nothing to hurt his stock from the past week. He he only improved it. And you're talking about the Stanford game. He got more minutes than even uh, Boswell did. I think that's one thing that's probably one of the biggest things to take away from the week and he got into double figures which i think he's done that a few times but not many and so the biggest thing around kj has been he's he's a hustle guy he's a glue guy and that's what's getting him more minutes and i think that's super encouraging especially from just the coaching staff of looking down the bench of like hey if you make these hustle plays if you get us extra possessions your minutes are going to go up and that'll create, that'll lead to you being on the floor more where you'll get more shot opportunities. And KJ Lewis is, is from, from the start of the season. I, I don't, rem- I can't say I remember any single game where I was like, he is hurting our team being on the floor. I think every single time he's on the floor in one way or another, he's elevating them. And either just his athleticism of being able to get into transition his ability to play solid defense, his ability to rebound, his ability to go after loose balls. And, and those are just winning plays that, that you need everybody on your, on the floor to make. And, and he's, he's done that and he's went above and beyond what the coaching staff's asked, asked of him. A hundred percent. And I know we've said, and this is another narrative and it was a similar narrative to Boswell last year as all. Oh, he's a freshman. He, and he was another guy. He'd come in for a few minutes make a big impact wouldn't play a ton last year that that is Boswell but when he was in he maximized every minute and KJ is is playing that role to a T this year and he really just doesn't look like a freshman I I just can't say that enough I know it's cliche but that's the truth and it's not even through the season it's not even just the hustle plays you you see him now he he's running the offense more he had three assists he's passing it more his vision on the court it just looks improved and he just seems like he's more comfortable every time he's out there and there's a strong case that in a closing lineup in these in the bigger games in the Pac-12 tournament in the in March Madness in that tournament that KJ Lewis should be one of those five 
one of Tommy Lloyd's five to close the game. And the way it's looking right now, he is, and he this week, I mean, recently he's been one of their five best players. Do you think that they should make that change? I'm not saying starter, but like continue to give him even not even maybe more minutes than Boswell, but equal, or do you think that they should continue to allow Boswell to grow and, and improve without kind of pulling the rug under him? I think they can still be consistently competing for minutes. I think having them both in the 20 to 25 minute range is smart. And especially when you see Boswell go off the court, Caleb is the primary ball handler. And I think throughout a lot of stretches, that's been some of our best offense that we've been able to have. Not saying that he's just a lot better than Boswell, but I think just the extra experience and his and the biggest thing that we've been talking about is his aggressiveness. It like completely just changes a lot of the things because Boswell's fast. He can get the ball off the court, but once he crosses half court line, like he's gonna settle and he's gonna He's going to pass it to a wing and, and it's a different flow of offense. The center. Completely, completely. And so I, I, I want to say, I think it's funny. We're talking about KJ and like his, his uh, lack of like youth seeing in him. I remember I was watching the UCLA game a few weeks ago with some of my friends. And I think he had, he had a dunk in the second half. And I was like, let's go. That's the freshman. My friends are like, that guy's a freshman. He's got a beard and tattoos. And I was like, yeah, that guy's 18 years old. And yeah, then it's just mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, it, but, it really is. Yeah. Who who would you say, since you brought it up, who would you want your closing five to be without thinking of fouls being any impact of late crunch time? Who would you want on the floor? I think it to me, it's a little different. It changes just because the matchup like if they're playing a big center you have to have Balo in there but if they're playing a team that's undersized I like a lineup of cage or of Keyshad who Keyshad. He, he he hasn't played a ton he yeah he, I think he got banged up in the last game and he only played 17 minutes but I like a small ball five with him and Pella and Caleb and um KJ and even Boswell out there I think that I think that when you have that many guys it, like that can shoot and that can score can help, especially when you're down the stretch. We see in big games, you need someone to get that bucket. But yeah, I, I'm not saying I, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't think either one should get more minutes right now, just because I still believe in Boswell. I think he'll get there. He'll get to being more of that above average elite point guard that we thought he was. I just think, He's still working through it. He's still, you know, just some mid-season growing pains. I think that's really it with Boswell. And, yeah, I think he, they kind of, yeah, the offense, like you mentioned, it flows different when K.J. Lewis is in there because he, he just moves at a quicker pace. Boswell kind of has that old-school point guard pace to him, and it's just, like, different. And at times, that's just not what the offense needs. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you know yeah it's very reminiscent to Kerr I think like you think Kerr, Boswell, you think Bo- like, like you said their old school playing style I think it reminds me because Kerr would get the ball he would do three hard dribbles get the ball pass half court as fast as he could and then he would look for maybe his three and then he would pass it away and then cut I think I mean because that's always the conversation is it's like is the player too aggressive? Is he too passive? It's like, which one? You got to find that common ground. I think Kerr was too aggressive True. and shot too much at times. And Boswell, as we're seeing, is too passive at times and isn't too aggressive. Mm-hmm. And another point is something I've always thought. It's it's not the case with every guy that comes off the bench in basketball. But just in general, the guys that truly want to earn more minutes and a bigger spot on a basketball team. They're just hungrier. You know, when you're coming on, it's mm-hmm. like KJ Lewis, like Tommy Lloyd probably says to him, you know, we're going to get you in there a couple of times. I don't have a set amount of minutes. And if that's the case, he's so hungry to when he gets in there to make an impact, kind of like I said, similar to how Boswell was last year. And I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, a difference, but I do think competition will breed better play for Boswell. If, now that he sees, he doesn't just have a freshman behind him and KJ Lewis, who's kind of a tweener guard, but has shown that he can lead the offense. And, and, and now it's different. KJ can do more. KJ has shown that he has gained more trust from Tommy Lloyd. So I, I think this will only make both of them and, and this team as a whole better, because like I said at the top, we it seems like the last couple of weeks it's Arizona just kind of been in a circle. They win one, they lose one. They win one, they lose one. Yeah. This week they got back on track. They're finding their rhythm, and this is the perfect time to have this rhythm. You know, because that like I said to you before we started recording today, there's only nine games left, and after this weekend there's only seven, and then by the time you know postseason is here. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 each and every week of the college basketball season. We have a special offer that will be available starting on Tuesday, January 9th, and running through Monday, February 12th, the morning after Super Bowl 58. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, in honor of the big game, 
you can use the bonus code FIELD158 and you'll get $158 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM, regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD158. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure that you use that bonus code FIELD158 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create separate accounts in each state. It's easy, it's simple, it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the heart of the college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odd boosts, and my favorite, a nice juicy parlay boost. So download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Field 158. Very true. It's it's when you can hit that stride of playing your best ball. and. And that's one thing that I know Arizona fans have been like, oh, my gosh, like we can't win twice in a week. This this season sucks. Like bench everybody, uh, fire fire Lloyd. And it's and it's like in the grand scheme of this season, you you don't want to be playing your best ball in January and December. You don't. And 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 it's a miraculous thing of how Tommy Lloyd has gotten his teams historically onto great starts. And it's one of the reasons why he's he's hitting all these historical win win categories early in his career as he is. And so mm-hmm. I it's just one part of, of his game that's amazing. But now now it's getting to the time where I think even he's he's starting to come to the with grips of like it's good to start start well, but it's better to finish better or better to finish well, you know, better to finish games and finish conference games. And and they'll be playing ASU a week from Saturday and there'll be a ton, ton of momentum around that game. And and so it's it's all it's all leading to March. And, and it's crazy. We're in February now where we're just a little outside of a month of selection Sunday when when this team's really going to going to be put in a spot to see what they're made of. Yeah, the best time of the year is just around the corner. As you mentioned, Tommy has plenty of experience of coming up short in the postseason when he was at Gonzaga a couple years here. So we'll see if this is the year that he can break through. But the one thing for sure, Arizona proved once again they're dominant at home. One of the best to me, a top three to five home court, adva- home court advantage in college basketball they're they've won 95 percent of their games that in the mccall center since tommy lloyd took over in the past three years which is just incredible but jordan moving on this weekend arizona will not be in the mccall center and they're not going to stay in one state either thursday they're taking on the utah utes who they beat just a couple months ago that game is going to take place at 6 p.m in tucson 8 p.m on the east coast it's on the pac-12 network which isn't great as we know and then saturday night which hopefully um we'll see a more healthy colorado team in um in their place it's going to be at 8 p.m tucson time 10 p.m on the east coast that one is on national tv it's on espn but i wanted to get into what do you think about Arizona taking on Utah this second time around? Arizona beat them by 19 points 
when the game was in Tucson. This time it's out there, plays. We've talked before. Arizona has lost there in recent years. Um, so do you think Arizona could get the job done? Utah just actually beat Colorado in their last game. They did. U- Utah's a good team, but as we've seen, Arizona is a different team when when they're motivated well. And I think my biggest hope is that Utah fills their student section. They have the arena over over 50% full and they're chirping Caleb Love from, from tip off and they're chirping the guys to get them motivated. And, and that's, that's just where I'm at with this team. If the team, if the team gets up, they can beat anybody. Even if they start slow, they can figure out ways to score the ball and get stops. Um, But it just depends if they're, if they're motivated enough to show up and, and, and run and play. Yeah. You mentioned Carlson. He's a really good big man in the Pac-12, but also Gabe Matson was the star for them when they played Arizona just uh, a little bit ago. He had 18 points, four three-pointers. Um, they, they don't shoot it very efficiently. Utah doesn't. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they've, they've kind of been up and down this year. I just think they're just a middle, kind of a mid-Pac-12 team right now. And, I, yeah, I agree. Arizona already beat them at home on the road it's different but like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna put some blind faith um it may be just because in arizona on the road because we know i've done that before and we've believed in them on the road and they've let us down but i think this like i said i do believe that this time of the year the players the staff they all know that this is more important now because now when you win and lose games, it's some of the last games that the committee will see from you until March Madness starts. So there's more on the line. And I think Arizona, there's no line out yet for this game, but I think Arizona will win this game by at least 10 points um, in Utah. I don't think they'll have much trouble. I think the first couple of minutes could be close. Utah does play a little bit better at home. So I think that'll be closer but what's your prediction in this another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, so I said I, I hope that they get a full student section and I hope they get a crowd that's above 50% capacity. I'm not sure that's going to happen. The people up at Utah and Salt Lake City, they like basketball, but they love football. And so they're not going to fill up the crowd like Oregon does or UCLA or us. And so because of that, I think Arizona is really going to struggle in this game. And I, I, I think they'll pull it out, but I think it'll be, I think it'll be a close game. And I think, I think Utah will probably hold the lead for a big stretch of the game. I think Arizona will probably squeak it out at the end, probably win by, I'd say around four or five. Yeah. Well, let's move on and talk about the second game of the weekend. And that's going to be Arizona versus Colorado. They're in Boulder. As I mentioned, the late night game on ESPN, but the last time Arizona played uh, Colorado at home, it was just um, a complete beatdown from start to yep. finish by Arizona. They won by 47, one of 
the you know largest victories in the last couple of years by Arizona versus a power five team. And it was different than that game. We didn't see Colorado at full strength. It seems like they're still going to be without star freshmen, but they do have talented forward um, Tristan De Silva back in the rotation. So I think this game will be a little bit closer. KJ Simpson has been one of the best guards in the country, one of the best in the Pac-12. I still think Love is having a little bit better every year because and because Arizona's winning more. I think that plays into factor, but he's had two straight 25-point performances the last two games. They didn't win those two games. Um, but yeah, he's really talented. We know they have Eddie Lampkin, who has some familiarity with Arizona from TCU. But uh, how do you see this one playing out? Do you think Colorado will keep it closer? Do you think even Colorado at home, they do have, like you mentioned, you know, the fan bases, they do have a, a pretty good one. They do. They do. But just looking at, at specifics and specific stats, this game, if it was on, I'll say this, it's going to sound whack. If it was on the Pac-12 network, I'd probably have a different take. But because it's on ESPN, it's on national television, I think U of A is going to get a lot more up for the game, especially with the comments that in the history that Lampkin has. That's the biggest matchup I'm excited to see is, is how Lampkin plays in the game, especially with kind of how much he was clowned after the last game of having a very non-statistic-based box score and the comments that he made like right before the game and and it'll, it'll be interesting to see if he can he can get his teammates and some of their fan base to rally around him. But I, I, I think Arizona will win this game probably more handedly than they will in Utah. Wow, that's pretty interesting. I actually think the opposite. I think this game will be closer than the Utah game. I think Arizona, I think they're going to win by seven points is my prediction. I think it'll be closer. I think Colorado does have a good home court advantage, as I mentioned I think their player, their star players, will get up more for this game because you know they're at, you know they they just they're more healthy than they were the last time Arizona played them. But um, yeah, I think Arizona will pull it out. But KJ Simpson, Tristan De Silva, watch out because those guys yeah. can can light anyone up on any giving night. They're two of the most talented players in this conference. But Jordan, before we go today, do you have any? final thoughts on just how Arizona is right now. They moved up to number eight in the AP poll, moved up three spots. They've kind of gone up and down the last month. So yeah. Any, any final thoughts? Yeah. It, it, we're coming down to crunch time. They still have a game lead over Oregon and Washington state. And then outside of that, there's a good four, five teams that are two games away from them that all stand at six and five, which UCLA is one of them would not, would not have, would not have, uh, would not have shocked me. <laughs> yeah. I believe they were crazy how they've turned around their season. Yeah. At yeah. They've, they've been playing really well. Cronin's Cronin's a great coach, man. And he's, Always he's getting those youngsters up. Yeah. And, and Colorado and Utah are right above sitting right above them. Uh, technically I think by their overall record, but there's, there's 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 talent there's talent in this league i i know the overall records don't really say that and but i think the fact that arizona's lost three games too and of their five three of them are in conference i think it it does show that i think i think the conference is getting a little bit 
of an unfair shake. Um, but I think that's probably more so because of how good other conferences are and to where there's just a big gap rather so than it's just like the Pac-12 just has nothing but terrible teams. Like, like look who's in last. Like, USC's in last. Yeah, I, I, and you, and you I kind of they agree. Would second. I mean, I kind of feel like, yeah, like any of these teams on any given night could beat another top team. It's just yeah. that this, we've, like I, we've mentioned, there's so many top five, top ten teams in the country that have lost two unranked teams this year in college basketball. So it's just a crazy year. I, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to next year in Arizona's conference play will be loaded. Um, but, yeah, for now, I think the Pac-12 is maybe a little better than I expected. Uh, we'll see how many yeah. get in the, the tournament. But on that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's episode of Bear Down Ballers. You can follow us on X at Bear Down AC Pod. You can follow the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall. He's Jordan Pollock. And we'll see you next time. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.